Ezekiel chapter 18 speaks of who is a righteous man. Uh, you know, in Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 5 to 9, it says, A man is righteous when, you know, he does what is right and just. He does not eat food offered to idols. He does not look to idols of Israel, even Christian idols, you know. For example, we have so many idols today in our churches, idols of Jesus, idols of Mary, idols of saints, etc. He says, who does not look to the idols of Israel or of the church. You don't have to think that an idol is only, you know, that of uh, pagans. Idol is even in our churches. It says, who does not defile himself with his neighbor's wife, uh, you know, who does not oppress anyone, who returns what was taken on loan, who does not commit robbery, who gives food to the hungry, who provides clothing for the naked, who does not lend money at interest or take profit from them, who withholds his hand from doing wrong, who judges fairly who follows my decrees and faithfully keeps my laws, that man is righteous and the Bible says he will surely live. Now, you know, in the New Testament times, we have the righteousness of Christ, no doubt about it. Let me explain. When we come to Christ, we are sinners and we are lost. But when we repent and we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are cleansed and made righteous and made holy. Okay, that is without a doubt. We are made righteous and we are made holy. And when that happens, I have been given the free gift of salvation. But we stop there. Sadly, you know, it's not all. Now that I have been made righteous, I have to maintain this righteousness. I have to grow in holiness. I have to work out my salvation. You know, the Bible says in several places that we are to pursue righteousness. And not just in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, we are called to pursue righteousness in Proverbs 15.9 and Proverbs 21.21. 21. Then, uh, you know, you may think, okay, that is Old Testament. It's not valid for the New Testament times. Well, let me uh, confirm with you in 1 Timothy 6.11 and 2 Timothy 2.22. Also, Paul says we must pursue righteousness and holiness. Let me ask you a question, a simple question. Why must I pursue righteousness if I'm already made righteous? And if that righteousness remains with me forever? We must maintain justice and righteousness. It says in 1 Kings 10.9, in Isaiah 56.1, Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand. Now, there are two things here that is to be noted. It says, be just and do what is right. Now, uh, the meaning of righteousness is right standing with God. In some versions, you see the word righteousness replaced with do what is right. So these two words, we often tend to interchange and we think it's the same thing, but it's two different things. God asks every person to be a person of justice, that is to be just and to do right, meaning to be righteous. So to be just and to be righteous. And they are two different things. Being just means, uh, you know, you are a person who fights for the rights of the poor. 
you are a person who stands against wrong uh, you are a person who uh, you know helps the oppressed and being righteous as we all know is obedience to god's words the only place where you can see what is right is in the bible so being just and doing what is right are two different things and it's mentioned in several places of the bible these two words so righteousness is right standing with god you know when we are born again when we become a believer initially we are like a baby literally we are fed by god we are given everything by god we are spoon fed by god you know he makes us righteous he makes us holy but we can't stay there forever we can't remain there forever we need to grow up into an adult you can't remain a baby forever for example i join a nursery class okay i joined it with no merit of mine my parents put me there it was like ready made after that i can't remain in nursery forever i need to work hard and move to grade 1 uh, then to grade 2 grade 3 you know i need to keep growing up in my life i cannot remain a baby forever i need to move to adulthood now how do i grow to adulthood from this baby level how do i move on from milk to solid food that is very very important uh, you know that is how i pursue righteousness how i grow up in my righteousness in my salvation in my holiness so now let me make one thing clear okay when i am a baby i am on milk and uh, the milk here is uh, understood to be the elementary teachings of our faith okay and when i am moving from a baby to adulthood from infancy to adulthood uh, i move to solid food where i'm no longer spoon fed you know i have to uh, chew my food i have to i have to uh, move on to solid food and those are seen as teachings of righteousness and it doesn't stop there it says now i must no longer be a baby i must now become an adult and then become teachers now i need to teach other babies how to move on from baby to adult how to move on from milk to solid food how to move on from elementary teaching to teachings about righteousness now solid food uh you know upon using it constantly that is by constant use i learned to grow up in teachings of righteousness which uh, you know leads me to distinguishing between good and evil and when i constantly use the solid food i am now considered an adult and soon we can become a teacher now what are these teachings of righteousness but before that we must see what are these elementary teachings of our faith or you could say the milk of our uh, faith or i must say the milk of a baby you know uh, the the food of a baby is milk what is this milk or the elementary teachings that we understand as uh, something for babies baby believers you will be shocked at the answer it's seen in hebrews chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 elementary teachings are foundations of repentance that are from acts that lead to death for example you know repent from your sins uh, stop doing wrong then the other elementary teaching is faith in god 
Baptism is considered an elementary teaching. Laying on of hands is considered an elementary teaching. Resurrection about death. Resurrection of death is uh, an elementary teaching. And eternal judgment, meaning heaven and hell uh, and what is to come is is an elementary teaching. You know, and uh, it's shocking because most of us believers are stuck in these elementary teachings, which is the baby level, which is baby food. Now we are commanded to move beyond elementary teachings and be taken forward to maturity. And how is that achieved? When we go on to teachings about righteousness. Now what are the teachings about righteousness? It is the commands of God that go beyond the elementary teachings. That is the six points that we saw. The commands that speak beyond, uh, you know, repentance, faith in God, baptism, eternal judgment, resurrection of death laying on of hands teachings that are above these things are considered teachings of righteousness so what is righteousness first of all in romans chapter 2 verse 13 it says for it is not those who hear the law who will be righteous in god's sight but it is those who obey god's word who will be declared righteous Revelation 19.8 says fine linen bright and clean were given to her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. So let me just again give you the split up. You know our faith is an elementary teaching. When I become a believer, when I give my life to Jesus because of faith in Jesus, I have been born into this faith in God and in that point I am in my infancy level or I am a baby and I am given milk or baby food which is the elementary teaching where you know one is made righteous freely. After that I need to move on to solid food. I need to move on from infancy to maturity. I need to move on from elementary teaching to teachings about righteousness. Where I am made righteous when I am an infant. Now I have to maintain that righteousness through obedience to God's words. So basically faith plus deeds. The faith is what one sees at an infancy level of our faith and the deeds stem out from our maturity from our growing in the word of God growing in teachings of righteousness so faith alone is not enough remaining in this infancy level on baby food and elementary teachings is not enough faith without deeds is dead so another important point seen is in Ezekiel 18.24. But if a righteous person turns from his righteousness and commits sin, will they live? None of the righteous things that that person has done will be remembered and they will die. What does this verse mean? It shows that the obedience in a righteous person's life is to be continuous. Meaning, uh, you know, one's righteousness can be lost. It is something that one has to do till the very last moment of his life. It's not a one-time thing. That's why it says in Ezekiel 18.26, If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and commits sin, they will die for it. So what does it mean? He has to continuously keep living a holy life, a, a, a life in obedience to God's words. 
so beware you cannot just say i am made righteous and do not think that that righteousness will remain forever now i have to pursue righteousness after having been made righteous i have to maintain that righteousness i have to maintain that holiness i have to work out my salvation that is where most believers of today are deceived let us be very very careful let me quickly read these three scriptures that are uh, supporting the verses that we read from Ezekiel it says in Hebrews 10:25 and 26 if anyone deliberately keeps on sinning after having received a knowledge of the truth then no sacrifice for sins is left only a fearful expectation of judgment and raging fire that will consume the enemies of god Hebrews chapter 6 verses 4 to 6 says it is impossible for those who have once been enlightened who have tasted the heavenly gift who have shared in the holy spirit who have tasted the goodness of the word of god and the powers of the coming age and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance to their loss they are crucifying the son of god all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace it's like you know you have tasted the goodness of god you have you have experienced uh, the the heavenly gift you have shared in the holy spirit and if after that you keep sinning then it's like you're you know insulting this gift of christ on the cross you are crucifying the son of god all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace and it says for such people to be brought back it's almost impossible then we see another verse in 2 peter 2 verses 20 to 22 it says if they have escaped the corruption of the world knowing our lord and savior jesus christ and are again entangled in it and are overcome they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turned their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them of them the proverbs are true a dog returns to its vomit so beware these verses are there before us clear as crystal but sometimes we choose to believe a different gospel a comfortable gospel a gospel that is being manipulated by the devil it's all there in front of us let us be wise and not be fooled